Hello everyone. Today we are thrilled to introduce a rising star in the music world, 17-year-old Valia, with a voice echoing the soulful depths of legends like Nina Simone and the contemporary resonance of artists like Amy Winehouse. She represents the exciting nexus of past and present from enchanting local audiences to captivating a growing online following valia has now stepped into the spotlight with her debut single a unique rendition of sway which i heard already and it was so cool i love it as she embarks on her songwriting journey she's one to watch and please join me in welcoming a truly remarkable young talent valia hello valia let's hear what she has to say on this episode of the pop tapestry so how are you doing today valia i'm doing very good how about you i'm doing fine and i'm so excited to have you on the show let's start with the like questions that i have for you how did your musical journey start and what is the earliest memory of music you have how has it influenced your journey so my whole life i've been singing and my parents they have noted like when i was younger i would sing in the back of the car with my headphones on as loud as I could possibly sing, and it was something I always enjoyed. And one time we were in Vegas, we were at this like bar, and they had people performing, and they decided to have a karaoke, and they randomly announced me and my sister to go on and sing Let It Go without my knowledge. And when I got there, I was so nervous and dreaded it the whole time, but afterwards, I was addicted to mm. singing and singing. That's so cool. So that was your earliest musical memory. How did it shape the person you are right now? Is it all starting from that, like when you performed at Vegas, or there's some additional things that you people really saw you and they were hearing for you and stuff like that? It felt really good to be on there, and like I said, I already loved doing music, and I hadn't been exposed to that side of it yet. And being up there to perform and share, and just how fun it was to dance on stage and sing, even though it was like a silly little let it go, mm-hmm. it was just really nice, and I love how it felt, and so I pursued that. So, who were your biggest influences while you were growing up, and how did they inspire your style now? My biggest influences have probably been Adele. Um, for a while, it was Miley Cyrus for a good long while. and then Michael Bublé. I love their voices, specifically Adele's sound. I've just found her to be a very powerful singer and the way she uses a very classic style with pianos and you know, just very classic and beautiful style. Yeah, that's true. What is your favorite Miley Cyrus song? My favorite Miley Cyrus song is actually Flowers right now. Oh yeah, it's really, it's really cool. cool. I love it. It really has a way of telling that okay we can take care of ourselves we don't need anyone to give us flowers so are you studying right now yes i'm in school right now i do enroll at efsc oh wow and how are you balancing your music career and school for a while i was really focusing on school and i realized that's not where i want to go with life i want to do music and so i've put a lot of focus on music and in between classes i'll sit there and edit videos or write lyrics on the dock by the campus and any moment i am not doing schoolwork i'm doing music what has been your biggest challenge you faced in your musical journey and how did you overcome it my biggest challenge when i was younger i went to try out for a singing group and the person i tried out for continue afterwards told me and my parents that i would be nothing more than a backup singer and that i had no career no chance of ever going anywhere with music 
and that destroyed my confidence in my voice and my performing style. So I've had to really work on being able to listen to my own voice and how to maneuver that. Lots of hours training, making sure I like my own voice and that my voice sounds good. I know there could be like people who are going to say all these things. Uh, that reminds me of Taylor Swift's song, Shake It Off. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, <clears throat> shake it off completely and i heard your voice and i think it's really amazing and it really inspires me when i listen to it because i heard sway so i find it really cool what is the moment when you realize that music is something that you wanted to do professionally for that after having been hurt by the comment and that whole experience I had almost dropped music and had gone down a path of like marine biology and to do other outlets. My parents had scheduled a tryout with a music coach. His name was Ron Anderson, who is the music coach. Was he passed away, but for the weekend and Alicia Keys. And so I tried out for that and he helped me so much. He trained me, decided to take me in because I had to try out for that. And he really built confidence and told me I could go far and that I had a chance. Oh wow. That really inspired me and brought me back into music. So your parents have been a source of motivation for you? Oh yes, very much. They have been very supportive. Okay, so do you have siblings? Uh, yes, two sisters. Oh, so are you the youngest? I'm the middle. Oh, okay. Two oh, okay. That's cool. So how has the transition been from performing at local venues to sharing your music on digital platforms? It's been very interesting. Open mics are lots of fun, but I really enjoy doing reels and short form content, plus videos on YouTube and Instagram. And I've found it fun to choreograph those and instruct those, plus seeing my music on Spotify and other platforms. It's been really cool and exciting. Yeah, I can imagine how that feels. So, what's the story behind your decision to cover Sway for your debut single? For covering for my debut single, for a while, we had been writing an original song, and we actually released the song. It was my original debut single, but then decided we didn't like it, took it down, and did the acoustic cover for Sway as something that's already proven to be a good song and that I love. And so we did that instead. But before we had taken the original debut single down, I had made three cents by accident. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> yeah, that's a cool story. Can you share an experience from your performances that was particularly memorable or defining for you? For that one, it was probably my first open mic. I got up there and I was singing Nina Simone. Feeling Good is one of the songs I love. I remember I had to start acapella. I was so nervous for that. And while I was singing, as I got into it, I got more and more comfortable. And this guy rode up on his bike and came in. He stopped in the middle of the outdoor bar, standing on his bike. And at the end, told me he had ridden all the way from another bar that was down the street because he heard me singing and rode up just to listen. Then he like said it was so good and left, but it was really neat. Yeah, that was so nice of him. And yeah, you must be singing really good. That's why he came from another bar to see you um, and listen to your song. How does your songwriting process work? It's very random. Sometimes I'll be either in the car and I'll hear something in my head and then I write that down. 
a lot of it goes back to me either going off by myself and then finding similar words or topics I'm passionate about, or me and my dad will get together and we'll collaborate and really just go back and forth listening to a track until we can put words in. Is your dad also into music? Yeah, he loves to write songs. Oh, that's really nice. Especially having someone in the family really helps stay motivated because parents are a big source of motivation. Oh yeah, he'll stay on top of me if I don't. <laughs> okay. So, do you have any rituals or specific environments where you feel most creative? Probably my bedroom. Oh, really? Yeah, when I'm in my bedroom because I'm like by myself and it's very comfortable. I don't have to worry about anything going on outside. Specifically in my bed. That's yeah. That's a lot of my songwriting. And if not there, probably on campus, on the dock, outside. Recently went to a concert by Jake. Um, his song, The Golden Hour, got pretty famous. So in his concert, he showed his bed where he got all the inspiration to create music. So it was the set was a bedroom where he was like making different kinds of music. And he told a story that he gets inspired the most when he's in his bedroom and it's really comfortable and he feels very motivated like a similar story to yours and uh, i think maybe in the future <laughs> you would also show all the creativity came from my bedroom <laughs> so <laughs> that's cool what themes do you find yourself drawn to in songwriting and why for songwriting i tend to do things that are bothering me i had one friend called Good Friends Gone. I was struggling making friends, especially since COVID and everything shut down. I was very lonely, so we wrote a song about that. And then I have another one called Carry On that's about dealing with mental issues, depression, and low self-confidence, getting over that. And so I tend to cover topics that are darker, but I like to do dark topic, happier music. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Yeah, that's really cool. I heard Dua Lipa who like covers like dark uh, topics, like topics. She does like topics of breakup and then she's like happy tunes to it and everybody's dancing on them. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Yeah. you've been compared to some legendary artists like Nina Simone and Amy Winehouse. How does that make you feel? Great. I have such respect for both of those artists. Nina Simone's voice and style is just, it's so beautiful. I can get lost in how she sings. And then Amy Winehouse, her whole career, how she just kept going and how she started really inspires me. And her sound is just amazing. Yeah, that's true. Even I love Amy Winehouse. I've not heard of Nina Simone, but now I will go and check her out for sure because I think she must be really good. And how do you stay grounded with increasing attention? and growing expectations from your audience. I haven't had to worry about that too much yet, but whenever it does happen, I will try very hard to stay close to my family and friends and just make sure I know I'm just a human. (laughs) Yeah. What role has your family played in your musical journey? Oh, a really big role. Like I said, I write with my dad. My sister helps me record. Both of them actually help me record and choose outfits for different videos. My mom has sent texts for different song ideas and then them driving me to all the open mics and the vocal. What could you say more about your collaboration with your dad? With my dad? It's lots of fun. We're both, we, I love working with him. We're both very artistic people. 
It is funny though, because we're both very opinionated and we'll butt heads on songs we'll go. Just like with the one that I uploaded and then took down, he really liked it, but I was like, no, let's take that down. Mm -hmm. So there was a little moment between that, but I love working with him. Amazing. What's like? What's it like creating music with your dad? Lots of fun. We get a lot done when we sit down together. We'll either mostly in the car on car rides to college. We'll play it and we'll just start singing over and over. He'll open his voice memos app, and we'll just go over and over trying to find lyrics and ideas. Did you also try involving like your sisters in songwriting process? They'll send lyrics sometime. I haven't sat down to write write with them before, mm. but I've definitely gotten lyric and topic ideas from them. Okay, that's really cool. How do you use social media to engage with your fans, and how has it impacted your career in music? For social media, I have definitely focused on that because I believe it's a great way to reach out to people. But I love to talk with fans and all that. It's great to get to know people. I'm a very social person, and so it's nice to have fans that are engaged and then engage with them to stay close. Yeah, that's really nice. I think social media recently, where everybody is getting all the fame and attention, everybody is on their phone and they want to see their favorite artist on Instagram, YouTube. Uh, so it's a really powerful tool. to connect with your fans so it's really great that you're on there so that everybody can listen to the content that you post the music that you give them are there any contemporary artists you look up to or would like to collaborate with there is this one artist her name's Lofi or Lofi i don't know she has a very beautiful jazzy voice and then yeah i've been really interested in her music lately Oh that's really cool. Where is she from? Is she in the US? I think she's in the US at the moment. I know she's toured. But I think she's in the US area. Oh okay, that's nice. How do you take care of your voice and do you have any pre-performance rituals? For taking care of my voice, I definitely make sure not to strain when singing. I use a lot of the tips I've learned from my vocal coach, vocal warm-ups and then no screaming or shouting. No, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. And I think there might be some dietary restrictions also. I'm not sure about it though. Yeah, I try to avoid like sodas and stuff. Oh, okay. Just because like you have messes with my throat. There's so many things to take care about. So, what's a piece of advice you've received that has stuck with you in your musical career? It was probably from my vocal coach. He was just saying, "Don't ever try to make a sound that's not yours. Don't try to make be another singer or another artist. Just take who you are and really embrace that. Oh, that's really cool advice because people try to mold their voices into of different artists and especially when you sing a lyric that's your own, it doesn't sound your own when you just have somebody else's vocal. So I think that advice was super cool. So what can your fans expect from your upcoming original music and any specific themes or evolution in sound? Um definitely a lot of acoustics for the time being until we can get proper production. And I actually have four or five singles written that we haven't released yet, but we're ready to record those and get them out and again themes of very common with teenagers and younger audiences problems they deal with 
Okay. Okay. So I'm going to ask a very off topic question. What is your zodiac? Gemini. Oh, I felt so. <laughs> Mine's also Gemini. I was thinking, okay, I think she's a Gemini because I relate with some of the things that you're saying. So how do you see your sound and artistry evolving in the next five years? modern jazz mixed with some blues and keep going towards that direction because it just fits very well with my voice and I enjoy singing that style. Oh, okay. So that's what you're going to do in the upcoming years for your voice. Yes. That's really cool. Are there any social issues you're passionate about or plan to use for your platform to address? I very much with the it's like social media has lost the social aspect to it. It's just media and how the world has become very closed off. And there are a lot of lonely people in the world, including me for a while, because it's almost as if people have forgotten how to talk to one another. And also body image issues and how there are a lot of people who struggle with that. Yeah, that's true. How important is authenticity in your music and how do you ensure you're always true to yourself in the artistry? Authenticity is 100% important. It's a main focus. I'm a very authentic person. I like to be as real as possible. And to make sure I keep that, I just, I journal a lot to write down my ideas and I tend to write down values and focus on that to make sure I don't try to be somebody else. So there's another question that just came up in my mind. <clears throat> so you know about this artificial intelligence coming up in music as well. What are your thoughts on that? Artificial intelligence in music, I find it very interesting to see how it's happening and to see how that's evolving. It's not great for stealing jobs in the fact, but also... It's neat to see how you can apply it and maybe see how people can use that artistically to incorporate in their music. Yeah. <clears throat> so there's an artist called Grimes. I don't know if you've heard of her, but then she created a tool on social media. Um, I don't know where she created, but then it's called Elf Tech. So in that, what you can do is you can put your vocals, suppose I'm here, and I can just put my vocals and convert it into her vocals. Wow. Yeah, so that's it would be released as Grimes AI, but then that was so mind blowing and people are actually making a music like that. What would you think about doing something like that? Would you embrace it? That's very interesting. That's creepy in the thought that you can <laughs> sound like somebody else. It's very interesting. I've never heard of that artist, but probably yeah. go towards that aspect. The songwriting aspect, it helping songwriters choose topics and find lyrics is more of where I think AI would be applied. But sounding like people is kind of crazy. Yeah, so that's going on right now. And I just heard a, a podcast on that and I was very surprised where the industry is leaning to right now. So it just came from the topic authenticity. So can you give us a glimpse into what goes on behind the scenes when you're not performing? When I'm not performing, I'm either doing schoolwork or working at a local coffee shop that I work at. Okay, that's really cool. That's really cool working at a coffee shop. 
Yeah. Which coffee shop do you work at? It's Mima's Cafe. It's in the Indy Atlantic area. It's actually a boba tea and coffee shop, so that's been really fun. Oh, okay, that's really cool. What's on your playlist right now? And are there any emerging artists you're excited about? On my playlist right now, I've got a lot of Nina Simone, Michael Bublé, um, definitely Flowers, and I've been into NF. I don't do that art, that style of music, but I like NF's music for listening. And for emerging artists, I follow these two girls, Jordan online, and then Francesca, which I think you interviewed. Oh yeah, yeah she's really cool. really cool. Yeah, I think her single tragedy was something I could really relate to. But even though it was her, about her dog dying and then she feeling those emotions, but it, it just gives a different connection. C- can you share any upcoming projects, collaborations or tours that your fans can look forward to? Upcoming projects? Um, we're planning on starting to release music weekly, whether it be covers or singles trying really hard to push into releasing music so I have a single plan to come out either next week or the week after and then more covers oh that's really cool I think I'd love to see all the covers you're posting because Sway just blew my mind and I was like wow and you were looking really pretty that's an add-on to the music video so any tips for the artists that are aspiring to pursue music? They could be of any age, any person, male or a female, a baby or an old guy. Any tips that you could give specifically for all these age groups? Don't quit is probably the number one tip. One thing that really discourages people and they just quit. And it's really sad to see because no matter how bad you are in the beginning, if you just keep putting in the effort and you just keep working at it it's impossible not to get better so just keep trying and really believe in yourself yeah that's a really good advice thank you so much Valeya for coming to this podcast and it was a lovely conversation and I hope you succeed in the future and I hope to see you among Adele and all the famous artists in the future and say that okay Valeya was on my podcast thank you to all our listeners who are listening to this podcast on all the platforms it is available on stay tuned for more posts uh, we have so many people lined up for the interview in the upcoming sessions um, thanks a lot for listening thank you Valeya for coming so bye bye all <laughs>